You are gay. Oh, hi. I'm Sadwater, and this is Sadcast episode 94. Hey, hey, hey. You guys keep ignoring me. Like, my feelings don't matter. You know what? There's a pandemic. There's chaos. And I, and I do this podcast twice a week. And I say, hey, don't take away my hockey. And you take away my hockey. And then I say, hey, at least let me have my gym. At least let me have that. And then you take it away from me. And I said, what did I say the last time? Maybe I'll just end this all. Maybe I'll end the podcast. I take this away from you. You know what? I, I kind of feel like, yes, there needs to be some precautions. But don't take away my gym. If anything, the people in my gym, we're the most healthy. We can't be beat. We have muscles. We're, we don't live sedentary lifestyles. We get some sun. We go for runs and stuff. We lift heavy weights. We eat healthy. We care about things. It's not going to attack us. Let us have our gyms. It's not even, the gym I go to isn't even uh, corporate, like Equinox. It's a, it's a local place. We're fine. We stay home if we're sick. So let me have it. Please let me have it. I have nothing else. Um, but you took it away from me. And, and, and you know what? I'll adapt. I worked out in my room last night. They sent a, a workout you could do in your room. And I woke up sore. I slept well. So, you know, maybe I'll survive this. We can, we, 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 we did, we survived the bubonic plague. And, um, and, uh, what's another thing? Um, the Nazis. I, I don't know. Uh, so we could, we could survive this. You know, the weather in LA, it's a little bit dreary. It's, um, it's, it's a little bit rainy, and that's very unusual for here. So it's making everything seem a little bit more real. If it was sunny, and uh and happy and and everything outside then i i would be like this is all fake it's not completely fake but the panic is totally manufactured by the by the media and uh by china i'm gonna get to that in a second there's actually a lot to talk about uh even though it's the same topic it keeps it keeps evolving so it's it's actually still pretty interesting um so I got sent a picture a few days ago, like, no, maybe Friday or Saturday of, uh, my local gun shop where I've, where I got all my, all my firearms. And it's a really pretty shop in Culver city called Martin B. Redding. And I got sent this picture and uh, there was actually some guy in the line wearing a mask. So it's kind of funny, but there's a line going out the door of this gun shop I go to. So I posted it and I said, this is my local gun shop, um, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter what I said because you're going to hear an interview. I got requested to go on an ABC AM radio news show based in LA and they think I took the picture. So I kind of had to run with it and and say like, yeah, I took the picture because I didn't want to get into the semantics of it. And uh, because that wasn't really the story. The story was that this was current and happening now and I have an opinion on it. So I'll talk. And I ripped that interview for you off their website. So I've never done this before, but you're going to hear a podcast within a podcast or a radio show within a podcast. And uh, and it's good. So I'll play that right now. It's about eight minutes long. It's really good. I'm very good. I'm very proud of myself. Pat on my back. Uh, and I perform under pressure, you know, I perform under pressure. So I'm going to play that and then we'll get back to this episode. I was taken by this photo that went viral uh, all over social media, all over Twitter. 
Uh, it was taken by our next guest, uh, Josh Lekach. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Uh, this was a picture uh, of a, yeah. a, is it Lekach? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, usually people get that wrong. Excellent. I'm glad I got it right. So you, so this is great because this this gun shop in Culver City is just a stone's throw away from KABC here, and this is your local gun shop. And you took this picture. The line was out the door and around the block. Tell me about that. You were were you just going there anyway to you know load up on some ammo or whatever? No, I was I was just nearby. But but that is my local gun shop. I but I got all my uh, firearms from them. It's actually a really nice shop. Yeah, but um, I wasn't surprised to see that. Why is that? Well, by the way, let's just uh, give a shout out. It's the Martin B. Redding Gun Shop in Culver City, and um, boy, it, it, has it had it opened yet? Was this the line waiting to get in, or was it already open and that was a out the door line for for making a purchase? Uh, I, I I'm not completely sure. Okay. I'm, I'm, I, I'm positive it was already open. Uh, Amazing. That, look, on a normal on a normal day, it's busy. Like on a normal day, people are browsing, and uh, you know the, the staff is attentive. But they, uh, you know, there's a ton of paperwork. It's not like going to buy a toilet paper. <laughs> right, right. It, you know, there's a, it, it, it's a big process. So imagine yeah. now when there's people panicking. So tell me when you said you're not surprised that there was a run on the gun shop. Why are you not surprised? What do you think is going on psychologically with people that they said, oh, we better get to the gun shop? I think people throw away their political beliefs when real things start to happen. And I think that when you take away people's toilet paper and you take away people's sports, uh, you know, the distractions are kind of gone. And then they start thinking about survival. Every day you live your life. Uh, you know, you have your normal routines, and when that's kind of disrupted, then survival instincts start to kick in, I think. Yeah. And, and I'll add, I think you're absolutely right on the money, Josh. And, and let me, I'll, I'll add to that. We are told by those who want to restrict, inhibit, or even remove our Second Amendment right of keeping and bearing arms. We're told that we don't need to do that because the police will handle that for us the authorities will handle that for us the civilization will protect us but when we see how fragile our civilization can be due to this invisible threat from a virus if if they can't protect us from that how are we going to expect people to protect us from something uh, even more visible like a, a threat from a neighbor or a threat from a, a, an intruder no, exactly. Look, I, my brother, my whole family, we're all pro-Second Amendment, but my oldest brother, I've never seen him hold a gun. He's not against them, but it's just not his style. Sure. He lives in Beverly Hills, and he came over last night with his wife, and they wanted to borrow a gun. And I know that's not really 100% legal, but I don't care, uh, and I trust him. He's my family. So I went to my revolver. It's one of the easiest things to, to um, you know, to use. It doesn't jam or anything. And, um, look, again, he lives in Beverly Hills. They're basically on another planet there. Most, most of the citizens there have their, their high gates, their, their private guards or whatever. Um, it, but it's still on his mind because, again, reality starts to kick in. So you can't, you can't in times like these, you can't rely on the government. And uh, there's something to be said about wanting to protect yourself and your family. Yeah, I think it's also telling, and I think one of the reasons, Josh, that this uh, 
that this photo went viral is because that it's in Culver City, California, you know, in L.A. County, in a, an urban setting, because you don't see lines like that in a rural or, or uh, you know, middle of the country sort of flyover red state location, partly because most of those people already have their guns in their ammo. They're, they're, they're already set. This was a oh, rush yeah. and, of people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and they're, they're the ones, the flyover states, they're the ones who are called nonstop. They're called kooks. They're called uh, conspiracy theorists. They're the preppers. You know, we make fun of the preppers. But who was right? Who was right? It was them. Right. And well, well, in like in fact, right. you're right, Joshua. In fact, we're being advised now by the authorities, by authorities like Gavin Newsom and, and Eric Garcetti, who are, you know, uh, hardly red state flyover types. They're advising us to do all of the things that, as you call them, preppers would do. You know, I mean, there's a, we don't have to rush and get canned goods and and pastas and beans and foods that we can cook. You know, if we can't go to a restaurant, because we already know exactly. that. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, so exactly. Did, did you get a chance to talk to the people at the store in terms of were, were they there to buy new firearms? Because you know they're not going to be able to walk out with them, right? They got to they got to deal with the, the thing. I don't. I don't think they realize that. So no, I didn't get to. I was in. I, I was like a drive-by almost. I didn't get yeah. to. But you can. You notice in one of the, one of the guys in the. And if you zoom in, he's wearing a mask. Uh, it's kind of. It's kind of funny to see. But. But these people. I don't think that most of these people realize the laws that they basically voted for. So That's there's right. a new ammo law, which which you have to have a background check. I don't know if there's a waiting period. Look, I have. I'm stocked up. I'm fine. I don't think that there's a. Is there a waiting period for the ammo? But I know that there's a background check. And then for the gun, the firearms, you have to wait 10 days. These right. people probably are clueless to that. Oh, and I bet they were frustrated. It's like, what do you mean I can't have it right now? Yeah, you know how they say, uh, you know, uh, you need a license to, to drive, but you can just go in and get a gun? No, no, you can't. No, you right. can't. There's a huge background. There's a huge, there's a ton of paperwork. You have to do tests. You, I mean, it's not, I feel like it's way easier to go get a license. They give a license to anyone. Look at all the bad drivers out there. Exactly. All right. Well, listen, I'm glad that you uh, captured this moment. It is a remarkable picture. I'm going to retweet it once again on my Twitter feed, and we'll get it up at 790KBC as well, Josh. Uh, and I mean, we want to give credit here. Martin B. Redding Gun Shop in Culver City, our neighbors, in fact, they're doing really good business, and uh, there's a reason they for are. it. You know, there's a reason why we have a Second Amendment, and this is a good example. Exactly. Thanks for having me on. You bet, Joshua. Thanks so much for joining us. Larry O'Connor, KABC. Yeah, so that's good. That was a good interview. Man, I'm good. I, I feel like I should be... Someone should, someone should hire me to do this. And I shouldn't be doing this in my bedroom. I'm better than everyone else out there. You know what? Like, there's there's a joke going around on social media about how uh, the biggest uh, concern is that men are going to... Mainly men, straight men, are going to make their own podcast now that they've been quarantined. Ha ha ha. Well, I've been doing this. This is my 94th or 95th even episode. I know it's Sadcast episode 94, but there was another episode I didn't count. And uh, so I've I've done it. I've been doing this for almost two years. So you know what? I, I That joke doesn't apply to me, okay? And all those people starting that, their own podcast, like you guys suck. You guys are all you guys are all non-playable characters. You're all parroting the same shit. And you know what? So am I. No, I'm kidding. I'm not. But so okay, so let's move on. That was a good interview. Um the 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 Chinese virus. That's the new name that we're calling this and it's based Trump. 
Trump was uh has his last few tweets he's been calling it the he he re, he gave it a new moniker. He gave the moniker the Chinese virus because what China has been doing, man, they're so sinister. They've been they've been trying to rebrand it and they've been trying to say that through their own propaganda online that that this is uh this was made by the US army. This this happened because the US army went into Wuhan, China and released the virus. That seems very plausible. Come up with a better alibi, China. And um, I'm going to get to some texts with a friend last night who's not pro-Trump, but it, it's very interesting because it, it he, we're basically taught... You know, I mentioned to him the other day, he owns the gym I go to, and, and, and he's not pro-Trump, but he's a realist. And... I mentioned to him the other day that that I think that this is all China, that this they did this on purpose, that this didn't just happen by accident. And he goes, no, they wouldn't do that. They totally wrecked their economy and so on. But there was a video that then he sent me last night that said that basically verified what I said. And uh, but by a smarter person, smarter in the sense of um, uh, uh, business, like um, the market, you know, someone who knows the market and all that. But let's go back to this for a second. China did create the virus. They are trying to blame us, and Trump is doubling down. Trump is uh, is calling it the the China vi- the Chinese virus, which I think is hilarious, and I think it's based. What do you? What is based? I th- based is uh, based is an online term, and it kind of just means like badass. And you never see politicians sticking up for us. You you see them you see them capitulating to the European Union to China to Russia. I mean I mean you know Obama capitulated to Russia. There's a video of him in 2012 saying it, that that you know he had a hot mic and he said to the then president of Russia that uh, we got to wait until after the election and then we can work some things out. If imagine if Trump said that, but but when Obama did it, it didn't matter. Kind of like how. Um, the this is overblown and this is designed to hurt Trump. So there was the H1N1 virus that had 60.8 million cases, and this is all from the CDC. It had 60.8 million cases, and uh, there was no panic. It was totally chill. There was no panic because the media was on his side. The worst that Obama got, and it was mainly Hillary who got it, was the Benghazi thing, and. Uh, and the worst he got from Fox News was one time he wore a tan suit, and then another time he saluted uh, one of the Marines when he got off the helicopter with a coffee cup in his hand. That's it. The, the, the hatred towards Obama was minuscule at best. He, he did get the daily, you know, whatever from Fox News, but it, it pales in comparison to what Trump is getting. And this is designed. This is not an accident. This is why I think China did it. And then the media ran with it and the Democrats are running with it as well. And they want him to fail. They want the markets to crash. They want people to lose their jobs. They want people to lose their 401ks and they want mass hysteria. So everything was totally chill. Uh, 12,469 deaths from the H1N1 virus during Obama's presidency. Totally chill, not a big deal. And uh, so far, there's uh, 1,329 cases, 38 deaths. But with that, we have mass hysteria that has is purely manufactured by the media. So I'll get to the based Trump thing when he's doubling down and calling it the Chinese virus, which I think is very important. But before that... 
um, because I am talking about the media. Man, I'm jumping around here. Uh, basically, fuck the media. Fuck the media. And there was a video going around yesterday. Uh, a, man, a man interrupts a live broadcast to blame the media. And it's local news, but they're all the same. It, the local news is just on the bottom of the total totem pole. They get their script from top up. So this video footage is a man interrupting live broadcast outside of a supermarket. And, uh, you know, since this is a podcast and if you haven't seen the video, at the end of the video, the the woman reporter is rolling her eyes. We hate you. You're showing your true colors. So let me play this video right now, and then I'll get back to the Trump press conference. Anybody who's being number one, we'll talk to you guys a little bit later. It's your fault that people are freaking out here. You all are the ones that are at fault. This is, uh, this is no worse than the flu. You're the one here at 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm reacting to other people. Well, you don't have to react. Okay, bye. Well, no, call your your boss, your editors. Thank you. You're all the scum of the earth. Bye. I, I, you know, and I don't even blame the Chinese. I don't blame them at all. They did everything right. It's you all that are hyping things up. Goodbye. Bye. Have a good morning. Stay classy. Stay classy, and she rolled her eyes. So uh, that guy was absolutely right, minus the part of China. No, this is fully to blame China. But he is right to attack the media. Both can be right. The media fucking sucks. They're overblowing this on purpose. And uh, and um, also, China sucks. And they did this on purpose. But um, look, back to the quarantine stuff. Certain people should be self-quarantining, the more vulnerable people in society, the elderly. But the other thing that I find crazy, and remember I mentioned my gym closing, basically restaurants are closed. You can only Postmates or, or pick up. Um, movie theaters are closed and all that. But before, look, the, the fucking politicians like Eric Garcetti, the mayor of L.A., and my, uh, Mayor de Blasio of New York, and uh, Gavin Newsom, the governor of, of California and the, ga- uh, the governor of New York, uh, Cuomo, the, you know, look, they start implementing these things, these, these self-quarantine things and shutting down businesses and all that because they want to they flex their muscles. They have, the, the Constitution does not allow them to do this, but really, I guess it doesn't matter anymore, right? And uh, they're flexing their muscles and other cities are, are taking cue and doing the same thing because it's the panic. And the, the the thing is, is that companies were already doing this on their own. They don't want their, their um, and I think that they did a better job at it too than the government just blanket statements and, and making everyone close down. I think that the instincts of local businesses is a lot stronger than the instincts of the fucking mayor of New York and the mayor of, of, of Los Angeles, who they're all, they're all honestly very unimpressive and stupid people. And I'll give you an example. So movie theaters are closed, but I saw a movie Saturday and I saw a movie Sunday and the movie theaters were completely empty, completely empty. And the few people that were in there, everyone was separated on their own. We do a better job at this on our own than the government, than the local governments. If a place wants to close down, let them close down. Don't force them to. I think that that's absolutely crazy. And, and older people know to stay in, to self-quarantine, to not really go out if they don't have to. And, uh, you know, so I think that this is all overblown. There is a real thing, but it's totally manufactured. Let's go back to Trump in this press conference today. This is today. Um, and so I'm going to read you the tweet that he, he said today, six hours ago. And uh, he wrote, 
Cuomo wants all states to be treated the same, but all states aren't the same. Some are being hit hard by the Chinese virus. Some are being hit part. Uh, practically not at all. New York is a very big hotspot. West Virginia has thus far zero cases. Andrew, keep politics out of it. He's absolutely right. And I love that he said Chinese virus. I retweeted that. I said, he did it again. Chinese virus. Ha ha ha. So here's the clip of him, of him, um, what's it called? Really, really going after this, this question. I mean, he, he, he hit the, the nail on the head with the, the response. It's so perfect. I couldn't have said it better myself. And sometimes, you know, I get mad at Trump for not being so eloquent and using the same words over and over again, like tremendous and and bigly. But but he did a good job with it. China and others have criticized you for using the phrase uh, Chinese virus. Uh, how do you feel about that? Are you going to continue using that phrase? Well, China uh, was putting out information which was false that our military gave this to them. That was false. And uh, rather than having an argument, I said, uh, I have to call it where it came from. It did come from China. So I think it's a very accurate term. But no, I didn't appreciate the fact that China was saying that our military gave it to them. Our military did not give give it to anybody. Critics say using that phrase creates a stigma. Um... No, I don't think so. No, I think saying that our military gave it to them creates a stigma. Boom. Absolutely right. America first. The media hates us. The media hates us. They're worried about China's feelings. And the World Health Organization said the same thing today. They put out a thing saying that the stigma is bad. It's almost as if the stigma is worse to them than the actual virus, which kind of says a lot. It's the it's what I said last week. It's the Hillary Clinton. It's the Saul Alinsky tactic. It's it's a uh, labeling. It's when they label people as racists, and uh, and you know, the, and then they change the the whole mindset of whoever's paying attention. They change the whole. They they change everything. Every they change the narrative when they do that. But no one's taking the bait anymore. And honestly, when you have a guy like Trump that knows the trends and knows the game. And he's on your side. Even if you hate him, trust me, he's on your side. When he's when he's uh, defending America's honor, the military's honor, and he's not taking the insults from China that's being spewed from China or being spewed from the media. So Trump is doing an amazing job. When it, it, I mean, this is like it's it's like he's getting better every day. And I said this last week also. The fact that the conservative movement is smarter than the 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 progressive movement and the reason being is because we're constantly being under attack if trump wasn't being under attack by the media every day day in and day out then i think uh he would be maybe a mediocre president and he wouldn't really try to achieve the things he ran on um so again if you're conservative and you're upset at how the media treats trump don't be we're getting the best version of trump and trust me when he doesn't have to run again meaning once this election is over and the markets rebound because this whole thing is overblown and will die out with the coronavirus, uh, we haven't begun to see real Trump, real strong Trump. And yes, the, the, the attacks from the media will continue to happen, but, but Trump's going to be insanely stronger. And the attacks are good. The attacks are good. I'll give you a little example because I miss hockey and I, I think about hockey all the time. The best team of the year last year, Tampa Bay Lightning, they, they, they ended the season with the President's Trophy, which means they got the most points out of any team. They, they had like nine losses throughout the whole year, something crazy like that. They got knocked out in the playoffs in the first round. 
because because they 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 got hot a little too soon and it's almost like they weren't tested it's almost like the real test was the playoffs and then they just kind of fumbled the ball even though that's a football reference so um trump like that so so obama is the tampa bay lightning from last year trump is the one trump is that underdog team that somehow won the stanley cup because he's being tested day in and day out so um the the other interesting thing is that the there is there's propaganda the propaganda it, the, there's two sides of the propaganda that that's kind of pro chinese it's coming straight from china and from their communist owned uh uh papers and media and then it's also like this random chinese ambassador to south africa who no one knows of and no one follows but he's verified and it's actually him so he tweets something like, more, ev- more evidence suggests that the virus was not originated at seafood market in Wuhan at all. Not to mention the so-called made in China. Good English guy. But the, this, is, this, is, this is coordinated. This is state-sponsored propaganda. This is like, this is like uh, oh good, I got a notice to do my podcast for my calendar. I'm doing it, calendar. This is worse than so. Okay, so let's just say that Russians interfered with our elections, but really the real interference was they bought a hundred thousand dollars worth of Facebook ads. It's really nothing to move the needle, and the Democrats and the media ran with it, and they said our our elections are under attack by the Russians. Okay, what about now? What about let's just say let's just say I'm wrong, and this wasn't actually a conspiracy from China, but you know what isn't a conspiracy? The fact that they're relabeling this and blaming it on us. How is that not interference when you're blaming the president of the United States because he is the head of the military and you're you're trying to reframe this whole thing? How is that not interference, especially when you have the government of China putting this in- misinformation out? I'll give you a stupid little example. Um, and th- this is a uh, th- this is like th- and and not only that but they have bots going too that are pushing this conspiracy theory. They have like these weird accounts that have no followers saying uh that calling that that disease that I mentioned before that killed 18,000 people during Obama's administration calling it the American H1N1. This is a Chinese account on Twitter. And then it said your idiot, I mean and by the way the English is horrible. Your idiot American hadn't do anything at first when the H1N1 ha- had been found. Now, have some proof that the current, uh, coronavirus is bring by American military world games participants. Don't know what that means. Clearly, they have a farm of people, slaves in China, writing these tweets, blaming it on, on the United States. This is a farm. This is like... um. A click farm almost, but people writing tweets. I'll give you a stupid example, and I've mentioned this on this podcast before. A year ago, I went with my girlfriend. We went to go see this uh, uh, Chinese movie. And this is when China wasn't really on my mind very much. And I, I like to go to foreign films sometimes. And this was getting really good reviews. It was like, a, And I like sci-fi movies. It was a sci-fi movie about how the world is coming to an end. So they're moving. Through, they put rockets like these giant jet boosters on the earth, all over the earth, and we're actually moving physically the earth to another place. I mean, it's just, I guess, I guess saying it out loud, it's really stupid, but I, I caught off, I got caught off guard and I bought into the really good reviews. There was really good reviews. 
it had like a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm like, well, let's go. It's playing next door. Let's go see this movie. And the whole movie, I'm rolling my eyes. This is Chinese propaganda. The Chinese government made this. It's Chinese propaganda. It was shitting on every country in the world, and then it was saying how love is important, and China loves everyone, and China is saving the world. And then there was a scene when everything was going to shit, and then there's um, these Japanese dudes in their tanks, and they're like, oh, man, everything's going to shit. We'll just kill ourselves. We have no honor. We will kill ourselves. And they killed themselves in their tank, and they talked about not having honor or something like that. And it, it, the propaganda was ramping up more and more and more throughout the movie. And then after the movie, I'm like, how the hell did that get really good reviews? I don't understand. So I actually read the reviews. And you can tell they were written by random Chinese people who could barely speak English. And it was flooding. It was flooding. They somehow uh, uh, they, they, they corrupted the reviews that, that Rotten Tomatoes was gathering. And they were corrupting the, the user reviews. And even they were even doing it on IMDb because IMDb it had a really high score on IMDb, and I'm like, man, those sneaky motherfuckers, they totally, they they stole my money, they 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 got me through the propaganda. So they're doing that right now with these bots on Twitter, and it's not. I just gave you two little examples. It's not just the, um, what's it called? The what is this guy ambassador to the, to South Africa or that? that one instance it's happening a lot more and more but they you know look they hate us and they want us to die their true colors are are coming out right now and it's amazing because i think i suspect that this along with the markets rebounding i think we're going to bring back manufacturing jobs we're not going to rely on china for our medicine or medical equipment anymore uh this comes from fox news china hints at denying americans life-saving coronavirus drugs yeah, not a surprise, especially with how they're trying to reframe this and blame this on us. Now that the numbers of new people infected with the coronavirus in China is slowing down, the country's Communist Party is ratcheting up threats against the West with a particularly nasty warning about access life to life-saving drugs um, uh, aimed at the United States. In an article in Jiunhua, uh, okay, stop starting most of your words, China, with X, and just learn English. Your language is stupid. Um, the state-run media agency that's largely considered the mouthpiece of the party as opposed to what? They own all of it. Beijing bragged about its handling of COVID-19, a virus that originated in the city of Wuhan and spread quickly around the world to killing nearly 5,000 people, infecting thousands more. The article also claimed that China could impose pharmaceutical export controls which would plunge America into the mighty sea of coronavirus. Yeah, that's a threat. I don't need to read the rest. But by the way, you know why the numbers in China are slowing? Um, maybe they're not. Maybe uh, they're pretending like they are. Maybe everyone who got coronavirus in China got rounded up and killed. How do we know that they cured those people? Maybe they're just killing everyone with, with the coronavirus. Do, have you realized that the Hong Kong protests have totally disappeared? Maybe they rounded all those people up and harvested their or organs uh, killed them and sent them to crematoriums because that's what they do in China. You can't fuck with China. Why did we ever think that they would change when we gave them the best trade deal in the world? We gave them the keys to our factories and this is what they became. Be they became even more powerful, even more totalitarian, and even more oppressive to their people. Fuck China. 
They want us to die, but we're seeing their true colors right now. We're also seeing the true colors of the media. So not only do they have bots, but for some reason, I mean, this might be part of it, but obscure, more obscure accounts on Twitter are simping for communism. They're, they're putting communism on a pedestal and saying, you see, capitalism failed. We have empty shelves here, and, uh, and Cuba doesn't have empty shelves. North Korea doesn't have empty shelves. Well, first of all, that's wrong. Cuba does have empty shelves. You only have one brand, and it's the government-owned brand. But with regards to North Korea, for instance, and I'll read you that tweet in a second, North Korea has... Um, they're they're fully stocked in their stores because no one's allowed to spend money and shop there. That is for show. That is so you you can have that picture and you can tweet your nonsense. I'm gonna go through these tweets. Simping for communism. This is an account from uh, a politician in the UK who you look at his picture and oh, of course he's a socialist. He looks exactly like a socialist. So he says, uh, I don't know if this order is correct. I'm gonna just read it. Truth is, the notion of regular food shortages under socialism is a myth. By the way, let me get back to that for a second. You know why there's food shortages in the, in, not in the United States? I mean, maybe not food necessarily, but but more so like the toilet paper and, and uh, hand sanitizer and all these things. Because we have anti-price gouging laws. We should be able to price gouge. That's the market correcting itself. You don't go to the gas station and see the same price every day, day in and day out, the same price because that's what the price of gasoline is supposed to be. The price of gasoline fluctuates based on what the market says. So when you have extreme levels of of um, people clamoring for something, the prices need to adjust. You need the prices to go up and then people won't be uh, selfish and won't be buying uh, 50 rolls of toilet paper. They're, they will they will consume less of it, and it'll kind of snap them back to reality and say, "Hey, you don't need to buy this many." Uh, if if the price of it goes up, they'll be a little bit more considerate. That's the free market at work. But when you have anti price gouging laws, you don't have the real free market at work. So let's go back to this tweet. The truth is the notion of regular food shortages under socialism is a myth. Sure, you can find pictures of empty shelves, but the story behind it will reveal either one unprecedented crisis like war or famine. By the way, famine doesn't ever strike a country like the United States. Have you noticed that? Or two, economic warfare like the embargo on Cuba. Yet they do fine. Even the DPRK, North Korea, which faces the most stringent Western sanction regime of all time, has fully stocked stores. In fact, it's because of centrally planned economy, of a centrally planned economy and and, and careful distribution that everyone is fed despite facing nuclear intimidation and economic terrorism by the West. And then he shows a picture of fully stocked food. Um, No one's allowed to buy that food, you fucking idiot. And not only that, look at, compare the health of the North Koreans to the South Koreans. They're, they're virtually the same people. The North Koreans are, average, by average, shorter. They, their growth has been stunted. This is actually true. And they're way skinnier. Way, 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 way skinnier. Unhealthy. So they're, they're constantly facing famine. And that's because of, not because of this, the Western sanctions. It's because of how their, their country is, is set up. It's because of communism. So we have all these accounts simping for communism. Uh, shortages under socialism are the norm. That He put that in quotes as if it's not true. Pictured supermarkets in socialist countries of China, Vietnam, Cuba, and Laos. And it's fully stocked pictures. 
um, okay, guy, first of all, I can't trust these pictures. I just can't trust these pictures. I've seen way different things. Look at what's happening in Venezuela, by the way. People are eating their dogs. Not They're not doing it because they like to do it like in China. They're just doing it because they have to. They're starving. They're eating it out of trash cans. So go fuck yourself. This other account that I thought was super interesting because it's getting crazy amount of retweets and likes. This is not like a random thing. And this person has 18,000 followers, but I think it's a Chinese account. There is no picture. The name is really weird. The name is at MQMQQMQM. What the fuck does that mean? Maybe this is a, a another uh, account backed by the Chinese and, and maybe they inflated it so it can pierce through different bubbles on Twitter and everyone's retweeting this. Uh, I only found out about this because my friend who's a conservative, she posted posted this on her story and I had to text her and be like, yo, uh, this is stupid. China has no say. The Chinese citizens have no say in, in like, okay, let me read you the tweet so you have an idea of what I'm talking about. Uh, this person writes, my relatives in China literally did not leave their apartments for over 20 days. Chinese people gladly self-quarantined and during the trauma of days on end inside. In total, all of China had 80,000 cases while Ohio alone estimates to have 100,000 cases. By the way, that number is completely false. Uh, Americans are so selfish. And then it's a, re- you know, under that it's a retweet of... um of people celebrating St. Patrick's Day. No one gladly quarantined. Did you not see the videos of the Chinese, I guess the military or police, bolting people's doors? They were not, they couldn't physically leave if they wanted to. That's not self-quarantining. And did you see the video of a woman who was trying to climb out of her balcony because her doors were bolted and she fell 18 stories and died? Or Or the pictures of people throwing their pets out their windows because they, 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 didn't know if their pets had the coronavirus, so they all killed their pets in mass. It wasn't just one person. It was it was countless of pictures you can find. There's no such thing as gladly self-quarantining in China. And also, you don't know how many people were rounded up and killed and, and organs harvested and all that. So this is pure propaganda that's being retweeted by everyone. And I had to explain to her that no one is gladly self-quarantining. I don't care how homogenous China is and how they're wor- they, they work in unison. They're forced to do that. This is the, the perils of freedom. Maybe not the perils of freedom, but this is the result of freedom. We have people acting like idiots, people still partying, and people not following the, the, the guidelines that the president has set forth. But that's what you get for freedom. You know why you don't see that in China? Because they don't have freedom. It doesn't exist. It never did exist. They've always been like this. This same account tweeted, the reason China defeated uh, coronavirus is because their medical system is state-run and nationalized. So every doctor is employed by the state and every hospital and mask supply factory is state-owned. This is this why China... Okay, this is a Chinese account. This why China can produce and distribute healthcare and resources for free. This is socialism. No, that's communism. And uh, you know how there's stories about how China can build hospitals in eight hours? Um, that's because they are slaves. And by the way, I don't believe that they defeated the coronavirus. I believe that they're killing everyone who has it. How about that? Imagine if we did that. Imagine if Trump did that. Then he would be literally Hitler if he did that. China is extremely oppressive. More from this account. More from this account. China accomplished the greatest pandem- p- pandemic defeat in history before our eyes and de- 
demonstrated their socialist system, i.e. state control over resources, high welfare, centralized planning, and the West is either completely ignoring it or still extolling Western liberal capitalism. What the fuck do you mean by that? The, these labs are public state entities because in China... Sorry, because in China, these industries are nationalized, unlike U.S., where medical research is run by private corporations. This is why China can give tests for free, because the state, not private companies, own owns the means of production. Pure propaganda. And then it's it's um, China Xinhua News. Uh, there's a link of an article from there where... Did I save that? I don't know if I saved that, but they have some funny shit coming from that. That's that's the Chinese owned um the Chinese owned uh propaganda machine. It's fake media. The reason that the another tweet, the reason the US has spent decades pushing extreme propaganda against China and Iran and Cuba, <laughs> it's defending Iran and Cuba, is because the US views the existence of socialist nations as inherent threats to U.S. capitalist lib- uh, liberal democracy that uh, that they keep trying to convince people is the best in the world. Yeah, it is. But not because of the liberal part. So that's pure propaganda. And, uh, and this is another tweet from an, an American, a retard. This is an idiot. This is from four days ago. It got a million likes. It got 315,000 retweets. The propaganda is strong. This guy says, they closed for 50 days, complete lockoff, sterilized whole cities. Yeah, you see those those videos of these trucks spraying the whole city. Uh, sterilized whole cities, took temperatures of people everywhere upon entry and exit, built special hospitals, had special fever clinics, quarantined people in special quarantine centers, Away from their families. We washing our hands, lol. Um, I can't believe people are defending China. But this is... The, the way he spelled center, he's either from Canada or the UK, so never mind. But still, 16.8 million views in the tweet he retweeted. Uh, and he retweeted a Chinese account that said, At this rate, China will be, will be back in action very soon. May be much faster than the world expects. Yes, because they kill their own citizens. They're not fixing anything. <laughs> so I said with regards to one of those tweets I wrote, yeah, your relative self-quarantined out of this, out of their own volition and not because the Chinese are slaves who would rather stay alive than have their organs harvested, killed, and be sent to the crematoriums. There you go. So other countries, you know how we're being scolded for calling it the Chinese virus and being slightly racist. Well, other countries have bigger balls than us. I saw a picture out of Mexico <laughs> um, from the Piñateria Ramirez. It's a piñata store, and they made one that looked like a germ, and it had a face, a Chinese face, a clear Chinese face emoji with um, the rice hat, the, the whatever. You know those really weird Chinese hats that look like a triangle? I just think that that's funny because they have balls. Mexicans are allowed to be racist. Uh, the Chinese, the Chinese, China's the most racist in the world. I mean, they constantly make, make fun of black people. They spit on black people if, if, they, if they're there. They hate black people. Yet we're the ones who are accused of racism day in and day out. It's just a little cute. 
but they have balls. So remember I said fuck the media and I played you that clip. Uh, maybe maybe fuck the media except Tucker Carlson. So supposedly Tucker Carlson went to Mar-a-Lago. He drove to Mar-a-Lago to warn Trump that the coronavirus was a real threat. And yes, it is a real threat because maybe not the virus itself, but the, the, the threat in Trump is doubling down on fighting the media and fighting China. So that's the real threat. So if that's what he's getting out of this, uh, then then great. This helps us in the long run. So the New York Times reports that Fox News host has been pleading with Trump to take the COVID-19 pandemic more seriously. In quote, last Saturday, Mr. Carlson, from his re- residence in Florida, to Mar- uh, drove from his residence in Florida to Mar-a-Lago, the president's Florida resort, and spoke directly with Mr. Trump about the virus, according to a person with knowledge of their conversation reports the time. So it could be hearsay. It might not be true. It might be true. Maybe it is. I think it is because Trump does listen to Tucker and Tucker may very well be our next president in 2024. Um, and I think that that's interesting that Trump is basically the most transparent president in human history. Uh, and he does listen to, to people like he does. If, if he feels the pressure coming from people about a certain issue, like let's say on Twitter, he will, he will, you know, he will um, pivot and, and kind of appease those kinds of people. I think that that's usually good a good thing, maybe not with certain things. Uh, and sometimes he capitulates to the left because he really hopes that they'll like him, and they never will like him. But he is the most transparent president in history. Obama ran on being that, and he never was. He was actually the most secretive. So, um, So I think that that's actually pretty interesting that he met with Tucker. Oh, and the one thing I wanted to say is that I, you know how there's like a lot of celebrities getting the coronavirus and a lot of, and, and even the politicians and, and for instance, the wife of Justin Trudeau. I think that the Chinese are, you again, this is a bio attack. This is not only a propaganda, propaganda attack, but this is a bio attack. I think that they're trying to infiltrate certain places and, and, and get the world leaders sick. So they got maybe the wife of Trudeau sick because she was easier to access, and then obviously she's going to be near Trudeau. Uh, I really think that they're trying to get Trump too, which would tank the economy if that came out, if that was true, if that happened, I mean. And uh, I'll give you an example. So Mar-a-Lago, Trump's resort, where basically the second White House, I think that they closed down momentarily or that they're – restricting who goes in and out of there because three people that work there contracted the coronavirus and last friday they or last thursday or friday when trump had a press press conference they started uh, taking people's temperatures one person was not allowed in you know who that was Uh, someone who was running a fever and he worked for the chinese media the chinese government i mean they're trying to get to him and I think that they're they're doing that with other world leaders, like the president of Brazil, who took the, who I think his wife got got sick, but he didn't. So it's pretty obvious what's happening. Um, but again, the bootlicking for China doesn't stop at the randos on Twitter who are getting a ton of, um, a ton of uh, attention. It's also people like David Frum, who is 
a, a neocon. He's like a George W. Bush kind of conservative. He's a fake conservative who's a never Trumper and uh, isn't America first. He's a globalist. And uh, Steve Bannon, you can find this on YouTube. Steve Bannon beda- uh, debated him, debated, debated him, and, and he destroyed, he wiped the floor with him. So so this guy, David Frum, he, he wrote like a string of tweets, but I'll read you one. Again, bootlicking for China. He wrote, it was not the Chinese Communist Party that organized press conferences that jammed together a dozen people who all handled the same single microphone or who irresponsibly urged savers to risk their savings in futile efforts to prop up the stock market to preserve Trump's image. And then he goes on and on and on. Someone wrote, no, it was only the Chinese Communist Party that imprisoned doctors who sounded the alarm about the coronavirus, made dissidents who criticized its cover-up disappear, and refused to let the World Health Organization experts access the province where the outbreak started. Um, have some self-respect, man. Yeah, this guy, like again, bootlicking for China. I don't know why he's doing that, but he is. It's almost like he you know, wants to keep the globalist relationship with China intact. This other person wrote, uh, because the, the, the Dow is taking a hit, the stock market is crashing. It's basically back to where it was when Trump took office. Tr- the trillions of dollars wiped out. And trust me, it's going to re- rebound bigger than ever before the election. So if you, ha- if you can buy, if you can, if you can buy stocks, you do that now. You buy low and you sell high. So this guy wrote, the Dow has, has, erased, has now erased the entirety of gains made since January 2017 when Trump took office. And it got, at the time of uh, that I saw, it got 40,000 retwe- uh, 40, likes, 13,000 retweets. And there's many examples of these things. And um, this is, uh, you're now seeing their true colors again. You're seeing their true, this, this, this is like what I was saying when they were wishing, wishing Trump got the virus. They hate us. They hate the United States and they want us to fail, especially because they have Trump running it. Um, they hate us. So I was going to talk about, time's running out, and I was going to talk about uh, a German state TV celebrating killing humans because of of, uh, climate change, and we get what we deserve, and they're killing white people and whatever. Again, the self-hatred is palpable. It's crazy. I don't need to get into that. You get the idea. And then I was going to talk about a New York Post article, how ISIS is telling terrorists to not travel to Europe. Um which is kind of funny because like you're afraid of them getting sick, but weren't they just going to be suicide bombers and jihadists in general? Does their health really matter? So, you know, I I think it's like articles like that that are kind of funny and make me think maybe this virus is a good thing. Maybe it's a good thing that all these kids are being homeschooled and that schools are shutting down. And maybe there's going to be a giant shift of America first, uh, closing our borders, protecting our borders, and, um, you know, personal responsibility on, on, on your child's education and so on also the glad awards the gay and lesbian whatever awards that they do every year that my friend who is a famous writer a gay writer he got disinvited from in 2015 because he's not the right kind of gay he's not the right kind of gay so he they they uninvited him so they're, they're like things like that make me think that hey maybe this is a good thing yeah that award show is not happening but look i'm running out of time and I've kind of breezed through a ton of things that you have to digest and make up your own opinion. But uh, I'm going to get to those texts that I was telling you that my friend... So my friend sent me this video of this stockbroker dude who is a Democrat, actually. And he's like, why is the media 
using this as a as a as a way to attack Trump, like a, as an opportunistic way to attract, attack Trump. Maybe kind of like 9-11, maybe put your your political beliefs and your philosophies aside and maybe we should all come together as Americans and, and hunker down together and unite and be a little bit more nationalistic. Uh, but no, the media, again, they're doubling down on their divide and conquer. And uh, China is too. So this guy in this whole video, it's like a 10-minute long video of this guy ranting about this. And, and, and complaining about how the media is conducting themselves and complaining about how China actually, he's like, I'm not conspiratorial. I have never been conspiratorial, but the numbers don't make sense. And I think China did this on purpose. And, 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 and I was, like, again, I was telling this to the owner of my gym and he goes, no, they wouldn't do that. China wouldn't tank their own, their own uh, economy for this. But in this video, the guy, the guy is saying that, you know, who's buying up all the stocks? Uh, now that they, they're so cheap, China, you know, who doesn't care about devaluing their currency, China, and they're buying up all the stocks that, that fell because of their own propaganda attack and their own bio attack. So, so this is, this is like a normal dude who's in a nice suit, who's clearly not a conspiracy theorist saying these things. And uh, he sent this to me, and he goes, this is really interesting. So I wrote back to him. I said, remember I mentioned that to you? I said China did this on purpose because they didn't like the trade deal that they signed in, in January. Literally, they signed this trade deal, and two weeks after they signed this trade deal, the Wuhan Chinese virus breaks out. Super interesting. It's so obvious. If this was a movie, you'd be like, this is, this is not believable. They wouldn't do that. It's too obvious. No one would believe it. So then I said, also, I don't trust any of China's numbers. They could very well be killing their own citizens who contracted the virus. China and the media want Trump out badly. It's going to backfire. That's why they don't mind Joe Biden. Uh, they are banking on his VP pick and economic collapse. Great video. And then he said, uh, shit, dude, I think you're right. I love when the kooks, the crazy kooks like me, uh, kind of like the preppers, in the flyover states that I mentioned in that radio interview. It's kind of funny how we're all the sane ones now and people like him are looking up to us because we, look, the reason why we're looked at as crazy is because if you kind of don't pay attention to, to these sort of things, you don't see the patterns we see. And we're constantly seeing these patterns and trends. And people who pop in, you know, once a week to look at current events and all that, they don't really see, that. they're not privy to those patterns. They don't see the patterns. So he goes, shit, dude, I think you're right. I said, I said, this didn't happen by accident and definitely didn't come from a dirty market in Wuhan. It's lab made, bio and economical warfare. That's what it is. And by the way, you know how you know it's lab made? There's little pieces, there's little traces of the, the components of HIV in it. So the way that HIV sticks to people, they took that and put it into this. So it's, it's, it's lab-made. This is not natural. This didn't happen naturally in nature. This isn't the Black Plague. And you can't trust it. You can't trust anything anymore. So then I said, um, then he said, why fight a war with nuclear weapons when you can just launch one of these and fuck our shit up? I said, yes, exactly. Armies are for small skirmishes with shithole countries. Way for... A way world superpowers can flex their muscles. Having an army is more like a visual aid for citizens, but it's archaic. Fucking China. It's archaic, you guys. You know what that means? It means like it, it, 
it's it's like you know how they have especially in in um communist countries or countries like russia or whatever you know how they have those parades or north korea they have the parades with their weapons and missiles it's 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 big it's showing your dick you're just show it's you're, it's it's sending the world a dick pic <laughs> that's what it is that's what it is when you have their praise with the army the soldiers who are in unison kicking their legs up and and um saluting and whatever and then you have the trucks with the missiles and all that that that's called a dick pic that's all it is it's a dick pic so that's why we have armies we don't have because real wars are economical and now they're these bio lab made uh attacks the virus attacks, whatever you want to call it. And then he goes, he says, if they did design this thing, you've got to hand it to the Chinese. It's like a precision, gui- uh, pre- precision, precision, pre- wow, I can't say that, guided missile. Pre- pre- uh, well, I, I don't know why I can't say that word right now. A flu bug that kids don't feel, that healthy don't really get affected by, and the old, sick, near-death-anyway folks are the ones who actually die and make it real. Yeah, that's actually kind of interesting. I said totally very interesting. Also, they're using it against their people because they, they're literally slaves. <laughs> I know I'm repeating myself, but you really have to think about this. They are nothing to their totalitarian government. They solved Hong Kong situation virtually overnight. He goes, yeah, they did. I said, this is why nationalism and bringing back manufacturing jobs to the states is important. This is why borders are important. Globalism and the Chinese trade deals of the 90s failed miserably. You're going to see... You're going to see this is going to be a t- huge backfire. That being said, the podcast is almost done, but I got some some questions in this week, and I'll read them to you, and uh, hopefully you enjoyed this. Do you own any guns? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I have four guns. Why do you need four guns? Because they're all different. They all do different things. I have one Glock uh, Glock 26 subcompact 9mm gun that is so tiny I, I've worn it to the movie theaters. I've worn you're not allowed, but I have. Uh, I've worn it to the bank. I've worn uh, you know when I'm carrying a big check or something, and uh, and and I've taken it everywhere, and you just can't see it. It's so small. I keep it in my glove box in my car, impossible to see. It's great. It's good for home defense also. And then I have a revolver, a 357 Magnum. That's like a little cannon. It's my favorite gun. Uh, that will never jam. You never really have to clean. It's uh, what the cops used in the 80s. You can you can drop it off a building. It'll be fine. And uh, really, really good gun. Then I have a shotgun that you never even have to load. The shotgun uh, you can use for hunting also. They're so cheap. It was 300 bucks. It's it's so sturdy. It's, so, it's, it's amazing. It's a 12-gauge shotgun, Remington. And uh, you never even have to load it. If someone is trying to break into your house, you just cock that and... Um, and that noise that the shotgun makes is so scary. And then I have a, a AR-10, a rifle, a 308 rifle that you can use for hunting also. And it's just pretty looking, aesthetically p- pleasing. Guns are pretty. You hold a gun and you just feel like God. You feel, you feel great. It's 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 if you're a girl and you want to know what it's like to have a penis, that's what it is. You just hold a gun. Um. How to influence and educate the growing generation into staying away from past issues. Don't really know what that means, but again, if you pay attention to trends and you don't you're not a passerby with regards to current events, I think that's a good way. Are people overreacting to corona or not doing enough? 
Good question. Listen to go back and re-listen to this podcast and the last two podcasts and you'll know what I think. Not urgent, but I would like to know your thoughts on 9-11. I might have mentioned it last week, but 9-11, like like I said, Jeffrey Epstein, it was your 9-11 in, in that you, if you're young, now you don't have faith in the media or politicians or the, the world elites. Uh, you can say the same now about about this virus. It's basically 9-11 all over again, but maybe even worse, uh, especially economically. But um, 9-11 was my 9-11. 9-11 is what woke me up to things. It was it happened when I was in seventh grade. So I was old enough to kind of start paying attention and realizing, holy shit, they're not telling us the truth. We got into two wars after that. Uh, the 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 military industrial complex made billions, if not trillions of dollars. The war itself cost trillions of dollars and we're still there. Not only that, but I don't believe that the 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 story the or the what's it called official story. I don't believe that the the plane crashed in the field, United ninety three. I don't believe that that crashed in the field because there's just a hole in the ground. When you look at any pictures of airplanes, and you're gonna see the shell outer shell of the airplane always. You're gonna find a black box always. You're gonna find debris. You're gonna find bodies. None of that was found. The the airplane that went into the Pentagon, it's just a hole in a wall. There again, there is no airplane. I think that that was a missile. And, and then and then last but not least, the 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 towers that just fell, the the the, the twin towers fell, and uh, and uh, they they pancaked. They 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 fell because of fires. I don't really believe that. I think they they were blown up. Now I'm not saying Bush did it or he knew about it. But we that we don't have the official story. Hey, and and I'm oh, and I'm forgetting that building seven. So three buildings in New York fell, and building seven fell, and it didn't even get hit by an airplane. They just say it fell. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So that's my thoughts on nine eleven. But regardless of that, it's a tragedy, and 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 the three thousand people that died, it's 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 horrific. And then the aftermath of it, which getting the Patriot Act and the TSA, which is pure bullshit, you're getting the dumbest people to guard, to do security in the airports. That doesn't make sense either. So many things happened. So no, I don't, I don't believe the official story. Uh, move, let's move on. Why can't the coronavirus just get rid of all the people freaking out? Hey. I don't know. Maybe that's good. Is life meaningless? Well, if you make it meaningless, you, you're the only person that can bring meaning to your life. That's it. That's as simple as it can be. That, I mean, it's a, you think it's a big question, but it's not. Are you planning on doing any other projects outside of Sadwater, like a book? Well, I'm not a, I'm not a writer at all. My vocabulary kind of sucks. I mean, you can hear it in this, in these podcasts. Sometimes I struggle coming up with the big words, but, um, no, I uh, I'm gonna continue doing the podcast. I have a show I want to do that I'm pitching to conservative networks. That I already made a pilot. Hopefully, I can get that off the ground. I'm putting that aside for the next month because I need to. I need this whole thing to die down before business is business goes back to uh, normal. So uh, I have certain things I'm I'm shooting for. Have you ever ran over an animal in your car? I just did, and fuck, does that kind of sting? Yeah. So I was driving to hockey one time. This is like four years ago, five years ago. I'm driving to hockey. I'm right near the rink. My windows are down because the weather's nice in L.A. at night, especially at night. And I run over a skunk. 
literally it, it, it it's like the sack that has the the weird smell just blew up in smoke almost and i immediately had to roll up the windows but that wasn't enough i went into the hockey locker room they they nicknamed me stinky for that for that season because of that and i i went into the locker room smelling like a skunk and my whole interior smelled like a skunk i think i had to pay 200 dollars to to clean to you know the in the car wash to clean it it was gross and then, and then I, after I killed it, I, I, this is an accident. I didn't do it on purpose, obviously. I look in my rearview mirror, and it's kind of like still live in a weird. It, it was dying for sure. It was gonna be. It was dead, but it was still kind of moving around and shaking. And I'm like, oh fuck, I'm never gonna forget that. Organ donors and donations. I don't know. I I don't do it, especially if you live in China. Uh, thoughts on the earn it bill i don't know what you mean by that and then i have two kind of big questions and that will be it for this podcast hey man was wondering could you say something in your next podcast about the importance of people still communicating and chatting it up with strangers during this whole ordeal i'm noticing everyone in my city looks depressed i'm making an effort to talk to people and i and i'm just uh and i'm seeing a change in faces just sending this message to you because you have a large outreach if not all good Podcast 93 was fire. God bless and take care, man. God bless and take care to you. Uh, and thanks for liking the last podcast. And I read that part because I like compliments. So um, I always make it a habit. Look, I don't like large groups of people and large gatherings. I never did. I don't like concerts. I get nervous around large groups and so on. But with regards to uh, just talking to random strangers, I like doing that. I always like doing that. And, I, and I'll definitely do it more especially now I was eating breakfast the other day and there was a, a these two young zoomers gen zers behind me talking about some HBO shows and I turn around and I'm like oh I hated that show it was shit it started off good and then it sucked and uh you people don't really do that anymore and honestly it's not because of the coronavirus but this this died the moment that the smartphone was invented it died I was watching curb your enthusiasm but from the beginning so the the first season, started in 2000 and it's crazy how different 20 years ago is to today and watch a movie or watch a show like that and you can peek into what it used to be like and it's completely different people for instance when he goes to the doctors people in the waiting rooms were reading books there's no phone and he and and, and he had a cell phone but he left it in his car because what are you going to really do with it and uh and and it's just so weird how different life was People people definitely used to talk to each other more, but also it started disappearing when, you know how when you're walking and you're looking at your phone, you're just looking down or you're in a restaurant and you're looking down on your phone. Again, I went to dinner with my brother, my girlfriend and his wife the, a couple weeks ago and uh, there was a, per, a couple, a young couple on a date and both of them were on the phone the whole time. I make it a habit to not do that. I put my phone face down. I don't want to see notifications or anything. I even put it on a uh, moon mode on do not disturb. Because it's rude when, especially when you're with people. So if you look at a, if you're in a restaurant and you start looking around and just people are looking down, the art of conversation is dead. The art of courting, courting the opposite sex is dead, uh, especially because of the apps. And I think that it's not just because of the coronavirus. So try to make it a habit, especially now, I guess, more than ever. You're probably right. Uh, and especially because of the self-quarantining thing, people are, are now even more disconnected from other people than ever before. And I think it's completely unhealthy. Uh, last question. 
And that is Sadcast episode 94. Last question is, here's a podcast. Uh, here's a possible topic for tomorrow's podcast since the coronavirus has caused America to ban flights such as ones from the U.S. to Europe and things like that. Do you think that it will get out of hand enough for them to ban all flights going into America and leaving America? And if not, uh, there's this. Since Canada has closed all borders to most foreign nationals except uh, America, do you think that it will get out of hand enough for them to even close the border to America. Also, since Trudeau's wife has the coronavirus, even though he is in isolation, do you think he will get it too? No, I mentioned that, and I think that this was designed. I think that that was a direct attack. I think they're doing this to all the world leaders and and celebrities. They're targeting celebrities, by the way, uh, because, in my opinion, because they 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 garner news. They they can ramp up the fear. Like Tom Hanks and his wife got coronavirus, that ramps up the fear. Idris Elba got the coronavirus because that ramps up the fear. With regards to uh, flights and and leaving America and all that, I wanted to go to Costa Rica probably next week, but Costa Rica is closing its borders tomorrow at midnight. And uh, I think that, that, again, this is part of the panic. Every country is going to do it. It's going to be very hard to travel probably impossible to travel for the next month or so and uh and it will go back to normal very quickly very very quickly i wouldn't be worried about it uh and i don't know about canada closing the border to the united states i doubt it i doubt it honestly i doubt it but i wouldn't be surprised if they did but for now that is sadcast episode 94 here's a song i love you bye i can't escape it never gonna make it
So many times 